Welcome to Parent Driven Development. I'm Allison, and today I'm here with my friend Kay Wu. I'm Kay Wu, and today Allison and I are going to be chatting a bit about moving to new homes with little kids in in the mix and some of the, the thoughts and questions we've been pondering about this process. So my family recently moved to a house that is new to us. And we, we did the whole move by our by ourselves and for various reasons, the our previous house you know, we, we have a little bit of work to do to get it listed for sale, but we have some time, some overlap. So we were able to get some work done on the new house before we moved in. But I've been pondering a little bit about like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a fresh start. We have like piles of random children's toy parts on the floor at the old house. My sister visited and said she thought it looked like it was foreclosed upon which is like very so lovely. Yeah, very very. <laughs> Family members are so helpful yeah. all the time. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, I don't. Do you? I don't know how to respond to this. Like, could this? <laughs> that that was maybe like an inside thought to have. <laughs> maybe <laughs> opened with, "Wow, your house is in way worse shape than I thought." <laughs> oh, there's a lot more to do than I was imagining. I'm here for you to help, you know, I, I, I'm, I'll make time, more time to help you. But like, that's not, those aren't the, 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 that was not the vocab that she chose. Yeah. Yeah. And we just did a little bit of some home, home renovations, which originally our plan was to just live through them in the house. And then with COVID, et cetera, we, we decided that we couldn't, have that many people basically we couldn't live in the house and that we indeed did the other decision was whether to go through with the renovations or not and so we decided to go through with the renovations and we actually found a fully furnished house to rent um, just down the street which was incredible and our renovations are coming to coming to a close and so we are we're in the process of thinking through moving back and also you know we're we're returning but we've been we've been out of the house for about three months and so we're sort of thinking through that return and you know and also everything right now is it's very clean it's very you know like things are all picked (laughs) up and out of the way yeah so so yeah, so we are we're thinking through that process of of moving back and what are the things that we I think actually one of the things that's interesting is that we thought that we would want to sort of move back right away, but since since our children are not living in that house right now. <laughs> and like since everything is picked up and put away. We've actually come up with like a list of things that we want to, that we want to do before, like before we have our sort of cutover date and, Uh uh and fully move back in. We also have these, like, you know, we added a couple of rooms to the house. And so we have these like beautiful new Mm -hmm. brand new Uh rooms, Uh which has made us look at the other rooms in our house. (laughs) 
<laughs> and not necessarily be upset by our other rooms of the house, but just want to like add a little bit more like polish to mm-hmm. other. It's it's basically like it's it's encouraged us to think about. We don't want to put the house back together in the same way mm-hmm. that it was when we sort of took it apart. Mm-hmm. If that like, I think that's the best way to yeah. explain it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say it's funny that you mentioned toys on the floor because toys are toys are sort of a big one. We brought a a subset of our toys to the rental house and then you know, during the time that we were here, it was Hanukkah. Mm. And so the kids got some more toys. And, you know, we have like our, we have some birthdays coming up. Mm. Um, and and right now the toys that are at the house, the children have gone back to the house very infrequently. Mm-hmm. And so the toys that are currently at the house are, are very out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. So we, one of the, one of the things that we've talked about is doing 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 some toy disappearing, <laughs> both, yeah. both in terms of like disappearing some toys from their rooms and the playroom before they get back to our house, mm-hmm. as well as like some toys that you know might just might just get lost in the <laughs> uh, in the transition <laughs> process back to the house from yeah. this house. Yeah. I don't know if you went through went through that as either as you were moving or now that now that you have moved sort of stuff that was like, oh, left behind. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I'm I'm thinking about it and I would I would love to hear your thoughts on like I don't know if you, if 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 you feel like you're wrestling with the with the ethics of it at all because oh, no, I, I might just be overthinking it a little <laughs> bit, but no, <laughs> like you know we 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 and, and I'm sure you do too. Like we we generally try to be open. I mean I'm 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 totally upfront. My my son has learned to accept the the like no toys in our household will have batteries in them, <laughs> and some toys that that could have batteries migrate between our house and extended families houses at times. (laughs) And he already knows like if he, if there's like some totally obnoxious flashing loud truck or whatever at, at my mom's that he does want to bring back with us. Like we bring it to my dad before we go back and he takes a little screwdriver out and like, we take the batteries out (laughs) before even like, before we even get in the car to get in the way back, those are the rules. And (laughs) we're consistent enough that he's been cool about that. But it is like, it's so, it's such an opportunity, the, the out of sight, out of mind. I mean, on, on, <laughs> if I have any relatives, not your gifts, but other gifts that <laughs> we got over the holidays. <laughs> you know, there was like the fun of opening them, but some of them, you know, there's, there's just a lot and you, you can't play with all of it all at once. So yeah. some of it I did, they're, they're set aside in a bag in the garage that, an opaque bag inside an opaque box <laughs> and just using my judgment of like, Oh, like, okay. They've, they've, they've been into puzzles lately. Like let's pull the puzzles out. Like they've been less into, I don't know, pretend kitchen, pretend food, uh, plastic food or whatever. So like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that in reserve or whatever else. Yeah. I have zero like personal ethical complications about disappearing disappearing toys and if they you know if they they happen to be mentioned later you know it's Mm -hmm. like be glad of that or we get rid of that the I think actually one of the interesting things that we'll grapple with when we're actually looking at the toys to disappear is that a lot of the stuff that we brought here were the things that were 
more easily portable. Mm. So, you know, like the magnetiles, the Legos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the that that sort of stuff. And like, you know, the children, like they've been perfectly happy for four, for like, yeah, for, for four months, for three months here without any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the stuff that we left are some of the bigger things. Mm. And so there is a, there's a little bit of a question of like, you know, packing the big thing. Like it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there may be some things that are a little bit more difficult to, to disappear than, than other things. So, but yeah, we'll have to sort of like take stock or we might just, I don't know, maybe we'll like put it in a different location. Mm -hmm. I don't know what our plan is, but I have no qualms about, actually, I think for a little while when my son was younger, he thought, cause like if something would break, like, you know, if something went into the garb, like we, you know, something broke, we'd throw it in the garbage. Mm -hmm. And if he asked about it, it would be like, Oh, remember, like we put that, you know, like, we, we already put that in the garbage because it was broken and, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the like garbage people came and picked it up. And I think there's, there was like one time in passing that he made a comment about like, he was missing something and he was like, I bet the garbage people took it. And I was like, Oh, they're, huh. we probably should have made sure to reframe this whole thing. And the fact that like, they're like, that's their, like, they're not bad. We're not trying to like take your toys. like, <laughs> like put in their garbage and garbage gets collected and therefore like that's how it's not that like you know mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. so uh, yeah but I have zero yeah and 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 I also <laughs> I mean you know I guess also if we're asked about it like my husband and I are usually like we don't know where it went seems yeah, like it just disappeared yeah oh just it'll turn up sometime <laughs> When I knew that, like, I put it out in the donation box, like, last night. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other thing that we're, I don't know if as you're, like, as you moved, like, anytime that you go to a new house or even returning, it's sort of, like, what are the, what are the house rules that you're establishing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's one of the other things that we've been thinking through is, I mean, there are definitely some places of our house that are, like, more dinged up then and, and, mm-hmm. and like my kids aren't destructive like they're not destructive kids but they're definitely like places that are you know that are slightly more dinged up and mm-hmm. so we're mm-hmm. we sort of like when we like pulled up the carpet squares and saw those or things like that we were sort of like oh we want to like be a little bit stricter you know we want to mm-hmm. implement some new like house rules around this or mm-hmm. but you know also just with you know with all the like we put in some like new doors so like Mm -hmm. we're we're trying to manage our expectations and recognize that (laughs) like we can't we can't have unrealistic expectations for a two-year-old and a five-year-old yeah and you know like they may close their door harder than we would like them to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know at times or, or things like that but we've also been like sort of a mix of like what are the rules that we want to you know, push on mm-hmm. while when going back to the house, as mm-hmm. well as like uh, checking ourselves to make sure mm-hmm. that we're not just being like really unrealistic with mm-hmm. our small children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 real divider right now, also, so partly the divider of toys that are still at the old house are just like things that like parts of things that we didn't pack. But there are there there is a separate category of like. I haven't decided where they would go. Cause like toy, once they're in the house, like they'll migrate from room to room, floor to floor. 
And the thing that like I'm I'm still kind of uptight on and trying to find my balance is that we got the floors and our new house uh, totally refinished, stained a darker color. And so they're just like, I, I think it's just like, like I just spent all that money on it. <laughs> they're so nice. Yeah, so they, nice. they look so good. And when I try to, when I actually think about it, I'm like, okay, do I actually expect these floors to stay in this pristine condition for the next several decades that we expect to hopefully live in this house? Like, no. So it's not worth the emotional torture to myself or my family <laughs> but it just feels like it's it's just it's too soon to like see wear and tear on them already yeah. for me and there, there there's like there's a certain freedom from the areas of the house that we didn't renovate before we got in but I have eventual plans to and I just you know if 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 the cabinets in the kitchen like they're already pretty chipped and so if anyone else further chips them I just like I don't care. It like, and it feels so good to not care about it because, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll handle it someday. But yeah, my solution so far has been like, I, I try to figure out environmental changes to not have to personally enforce rules of, of some kind. Mm. So I've been super into, I have bought so many packages of, you know, these things, they're called furniture socks that you can get on Amazon. There's a lot of companies that make them. No, what are these? Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are literally like little, uh, they're, they're usually little tubes of, of a ribbed, uh, tightly ribbed fabric of some kind. So you slip them over like your chair legs or your table legs or just, you know, any of the many items that mm -hmm. we have little kids stools around as well that they just, even though they both walk now, they still really enjoy finding something to push around. <laughs> So pretty much everything on the first floor that is pushable or, or I got different felt pads. Um, not just like the, not just like the adhesive kind, but I got like, they might be called them furniture casters or something. Mm. Um, and they go under the couch. So like when, when they're pushing, like shoving things around and it gets nudged a little bit out of place, there's like something underneath that to try to help uh, contain the, the movement and potential for, scratches as well so I've been super into that and <laughs> I have also of course purchased at least one book I'm curious if you have any further recommendations but I did find one that I quite like and it's got a pretty diverse cast in the background as well called respect and take care of things and <laughs> my son has been picking that out for bedtime reading recently for for my husband to read to him and my husband told me the other day that he was like did you get this for me? Like, this feels, were you being passive aggressive here in any way? I'm like, uh, who can say? It's, it's, there are lessons in here that all of us should review from time to time. It's funny. Yeah, we don't have any, like, we don't have any books that come to mind, although we are constantly talking about, our, our thing is that the kids like to, they like to run around after each other. Mm, yes, yes. And so that's like, you know, it's like when they're, when they're done with dinner, they'll just like get up from the table and just sort of, you know, like <laughs> run and Laps, sometimes yeah. there's like doors involved and, you know, uh, it's like, yeah. it's yeah. like Colin and I just sitting, trying to finish our dinner going, stop running. <laughs> there's no running in the house. We said, stop running. Guys, stop, stop, stop running. <laughs> but this is actually one of the, like one of the reasons for our, delayed cutover date mm -hmm. into the into the house is because like I know that it's not I, so an example 
we built a mudroom. I'm freaking in love with this mudroom. Mm-hmm. It's like, it is mm-hmm. the mudroom that you like don't realize that you need until you have children. And then it is, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's just amazing. There's like, there's cubbies, there's tons of storage. It's, I love it. Anyway, the mudroom, like the point of a mudroom is that it gets like, totally messed up right that there's that that's where like the kids wear like you know dirty shoes into because then you just have like one room to sweep uh-huh, instead of it, like uh-huh. instead of stuff being tracked all over yeah but right now it's just like it's so beautiful in all of its empty glory before we're gonna shove all of our crap into it <laughs> <laughs> You know, and there's going to be jackets and rain pants and snowshoes and boots and sandals and whatever, just sort mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. in their places, because the point of the room is that each of those things have their, you know, like have their place. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it is like it's it's one of the reasons why we're sort of like gradually doing our our cutover, because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just so nice to walk into the to walk into the house and have like. It just is so, you know, have nothing dented or scratched mm-hmm. or, you know, any, any of those things. So yes, I have no, no book recommendations, although I might get the link for that. The one that you got sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like this whole series, actually. It's called, I think it's called Learning to Get Along. And we already had Sharon take turns and... Oh, we had we had two, and I added two more. One of which was respect and take care of things. I'll I'll I'll, I'll get look up the titles from our Amazon history for the other ones that I got too. It's one of those I've I've been on a bit of a quest to like as much as possible multitask a little bit in our book acquisitions and and getting books that approach these topics in a way that align with like the values that we're trying to convey and also like try to increase the diversity of representation in our home library because it's you know it's 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 nice to have both of those both of those things together at once and not necessarily just be like oh like this is the book on sharing and like this is the book on you know people have different skin colors like just have those both at the same time like those are compatible topics yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah I mean it's just it's hard on these things because like I I do want you know like a house is for living in and I I it's it's not fun for anybody it's just constantly having to be like the stuff or like yeah the 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 caution police of, (laughs) of the don't don't ruin and wreck things like you know you just have you do have to accept a certain amount of it just because like you have roommates that don't have any impulse control right (laughs) so that's just you know and and I've been trying to like find that balance when for any new furnishings we want to buy too right where some of it is like okay well like I don't trying to be realistic about the fact that we have little kids but also I don't want to just like wait until they're out of the house entirely before I can like live the the live with the furnishings that I like actually really like and want you know yeah so yeah I have a lot of there's been a lot of tension about this for me yeah I mean one of the things that I'm looking forward to is we expanded a little bit the room that is my office and we're going to sort of turn it into my husband collects records and we actually we put a a bathroom where his record collection was and so we we're going to turn that room actually into sort of like the 
adult living space because like yeah. the kids are already sort of used to not being yeah. allowed like in the office yeah. and sort yeah. of into that space and so I guess that's the other I am looking forward to like having some of those spaces that are and we're also thinking about it furniture wise we're like okay well this is like this is a room that we can get you know we can look at sort of like durability and whatnot like a little differently because yeah. It, the focus of the room is that it's, you know, is that it's a, a grown up focused room. Yeah. And so it's not like the kids are never going to be allowed in it, yeah. but that, you know, it'll, they'll be in there rarely and it'll be a room where like the expectations are very different than yeah. like what the expectations are for like our living room, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And there's clear enforcement opportunities as well, right. Of just like, if you don't, respect the rules of these rooms, then, you, you know, you, you will, you will, will have to try again some other time, like temporarily <laughs> not have the privilege of going in there. Right. And th that is often how we have treated our offices as well. With our current setup, we, we ended up putting, so like the actual living room area, I think, I guess it's essentially like our playroom. I don't know. It's just like on the, on the main floor next to the dining room. So I have our sectional in there <laughs> and the, and the nuggets that I, Bought that I talked that we talked about in the previous episode. <laughs> obtained the nuggets. <laughs> I did. I did. You know, m m money, time, and effort were all expended. <laughs> so, so yeah, that that that's that room. But like our actual TV is in the basement right now. So we almost kind of have like yeah, a living room for grown-ups in the basement, which is where that TV is. And you know, like what is shockingly amazing to me that I like really enjoy that seems so simple it's just that like the tv remotes are always findable down there <laughs> <laughs> and they don't they don't have to be in a lock box like both buried like some some buried beneath the couch you know it's 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 like we've gone back to the only reason that they aren't where I expect them is maybe my husband moved them, which, you know, is, is a slight irritant to me. I'm like, everything has a spot. Like there, this is the basket for the remote. The remote should go in the remote basket, but nonetheless, it's usually in like a reasonable place to look for a remote and not. Yeah. Somewhere ridiculous. Not, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, I wonder if this Apple TV remote could fit into that slot in like the floor. grate. Why? Yes, it can. <laughs> oh man. Should we move to Genius and Fails? A little yes. bit of a lightning round? Yes. I can go. Uh, so the, the one that I thought about, I mentioned, came from this morning is I was trying to clear out our fridge a little bit for things to compost. And there was like half open bag of baby carrots that just when I looked at it, it was like, okay, there's not, it's not like there's visible mold, but we have another unopened bag. And this bag is it's just starting to look possibly like a little slimy, you know, when it's just like been at the bottom mm -hmm. of the crisper for a while. So I just took it out and set it on the counter, planning to take it out to the compost later. And then both children pulled over their kitchen helper, <laughs> tower stands, stools or whatever, and just helped themselves to these like slightly slimy baby carrots. And I stood there just being like, okay, on the one hand, this is gross. Like how, how, how bad am I? How bad of a mother am I that I'm just, I had intended, I decided that this should be compostable <laughs> and they're just feeding themselves now. On the other hand, the fact that they scavenged it for themselves seems to be encouraging them to, to eat vegetables and like, who am I to get in the way of 
young children voluntarily eating vegetables, raw ones at that too. <laughs> you know, they were they were really enjoying. I mean, maybe there's something about like, you know, that it's cold and it's hard, like against their teeth and gums. Maybe it's soothing, and so, I don't know. They're just really into it, and <laughs> I just was like, genius, well, yeah. <laughs> They ate some carrots. Well, yeah, their their immune systems will handle it. Like it'll be, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. And also, I will just like, I will just turn my back and go do some other chores instead. Like <laughs> if I can't see it, like what 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 is there to really be done? So that is my genius slash fail. Nice. I also have a genius, and this was uh, last night. My son came out of his room, and he's you know he's just whatever wasting time and he said he was hungry and every once in a while we'll sort of like let him have like like some sort of snack or whatever if he comes downstairs and he's hungry but last night in particular we had talked multiple times during dinner time about how dinner time is dinner time and so he came downstairs and he said he was hungry and I said you know like he'd had he'd had dinner so you know so like my answer is no. And he just kept asking. And I said, well, why don't you go and talk to dad about it? Mm. And he said, and he said, I said, you can go and talk to dad about it. Tell him that I said no. And then, you know, see what he says. And he goes, and as he's like walking out of the room, he goes, oh, I know the answer is going to be no, because if one grown up says no, the other grown up also always says no. <laughs> I will go ask and he will probably say no. <laughs> and I was like, yes, encouraging for the win. So makes me feel real good that we are consistent mm-hmm. and that our child knows that if one, yeah. like he'll go and have the conversation, but he has zero expectations about anything changing because yeah. if one grown up says no, another grow the other grown up also always says no. So <laughs> Yeah, good, definite <laughs> win for team parenting. Yes. We have a relative who shared with me once that her role raising her kid growing up was was that whatever one parent said, the other parent agreed to like back them up. But it just depended on which parent you would ask first. So choose wisely. <laughs> nice. It worked for their family. Excellent. So, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Parent Driven Development Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions that you'd like us to chat about, you can email us at panel at parentdrivendevelopment.com. You can find us on Twitter at at parentdrivendev. That's all. Thanks.